How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Gabby. And I'm Rob. And this is Dark Origins Podcast, a podcast where I tell Rob about the inspirations behind all mediums of art, whether it's movies, TV shows, books, etc., usually focusing on the darker aspects of life. And occasionally we will talk about times that life has imitated art. Today is going to be one of those times. Oh, you so you said this is going to be kind of a intense episode, right? Yes, there's a lot of torture in this episode. So trigger warning for torture. Ugh, really? Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the murder of Suzanne Capper and how the movie Chucky, Child's Play, influenced the murders. So it's it's Child's Play with the character Chucky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Chucky the doll. Yes. Right? Yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. Many so times. if anyone needs a refresher, Child's Play is about a mom who buys her kid a doll and the doll is possessed by... A serial killer. And then comes to life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And starts killing things. Yeah. (laughs) So let's start out with Suzanne Capper's background. All right. Sounds good. Suzanne Capper, born in 1976, was known as a kind and trusting person. All she wanted was to be loved. She gave love away freely and to undeserving people, but she struggled to get any back. For some Mm. reason, she was unable to form any friendships outside of her family up until the point that she met her babysitter, Jean. She grew up in Greater Manchester, England, living with her mom, stepdad, and two siblings until she was 14. When Suzanne was 14, her mom and stepdad divorced. This was, like, catastrophic to the family. Like, the whole family? Like, nobody did well with it afterwards kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
It is said that after the divorce, Suzanne bounced around from her stepdad's house to her mom's house, and sometimes she was forced to stay with friends. So her mom wasn't the most loving mom in the world. Yeah, strange. Go ahead. One of those friends was a 26-year-old woman named Jean Powell. Jean had babysat Suzanne as a child, so Suzanne was very familiar with her. As Suzanne continued on into her teenage years, she spent a lot of time with Jean. All right. Jean was much older than Suzanne, and she had three children at this point, so the house was very chaotic. So when Suzanne went over to stay with her, it was chaotic. Yeah, it was like stressful. Yeah. Adding to the chaos was 24-year-old Bernadette McNeely and her three children. So now there's six children because Bernadette initially lived in an apartment a few doors down, but she moved in with Jean after becoming best friends with her. Jean was involved with selling drugs, and she helped to sell off stolen cars and car parts. Okay. That was a twist. Okay. Yeah. So, and Suzanne was known to be, like, really innocent, and all of these people are involved in, like, criminal activity. Heavy criminal activity, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. There were several other people who spent a lot of time at Jean's place, so I'm going to go through them so that you and everyone listening has a good idea of who's all involved. But Rob, if you have any questions, please let me know because it can be a little confusing. All right. Thank you. All right. So we're going to start off with 29-year-old Glenn Powell. He was Jean's ex-husband. He remained relatively close with Jean and frequently had sex with her. Hmm. His rap sheet was already pretty long and it included some violent crimes, or I would consider them violent at least, like burglary, things like that. Oh, sure, sure. 16-year-old Anthony Dudson was Bernadette's boyfriend. Remember, Bernadette is the neighbor who moved in. Who has three children. Yep. And he is 16 years old. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lots going on here. She is, what is she? I think you said 24. Yes, she's 24 and he is 16. Okay, that's gross. That's, Carry on. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Jeffrey Lee was another sexual partner of Jean's. He also had a rap sheet as he was convicted of robbing his 86-year-old aunt. Hmm. Finally, Jean's brother, 18-year-old Clifford Pook, spent a lot of time at the house and actually dated Suzanne at one point. Okay. So there's really a lot going on. Now, you said that they're selling drugs. Are they also like using drugs? Yes. Okay. So they're all using amphetamines, um, shooting them and... Injecting, you mean? Oh, yeah, injecting them. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Like I said earlier, Suzanne was kind. She's also been described as innocent, trusting, and always willing to do whatever was asked of her. Jean and Bernadette completely took advantage of Suzanne's nature. In fact, Suzanne's sister, Michelle, lived with Jean up until Bernadette moved in. She described Bernadette and some of the others as Jean's evil new friends. So, Hmm. just to clarify everything michelle is suzanne's sister and at one point she also lived with gene until bernadette moved in because she was so mean okay so bernadette sucks yeah yeah okay really sucks okay despite having school gene would convince suzanne to skip class and help her work at her cleaning job instead suzanne complied but gene would pocket all of suzanne's earnings she would only give her five euros a week Apparently, Suzanne's mother confronted Jean about this, but refused to let Suzanne come back to stay with her after being brutally beaten up by Jean. Her mother's reason... The mom got beat up by Jean? No, Suzanne got beaten up by Jean, and she went to her mom's house asking if she could stay there. 
And the mom said, no, because my boyfriend won't like it. Wow. Mom of the year award, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne had even told neighbors that Jean had tied her up and held her captive for four days, but they did not believe her. Mm, Okay. This was apparently in response to Suzanne suggesting Jean sleep with a man named Mohammed Yusuf. Jean was racist and took offense to Suzanne suggesting she sleep with him. So she tied her up for four days. Okay, that's a little over the top. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a cool place to be. All right. No. Suzanne decided to go back to her stepdad, John's house, but it didn't take too long before Jean manipulated her into coming back by telling her the man she had a crush on was staying at the house and they were having a party and she said he was there. Mm. Unbeknownst to Suzanne, the group had a plan for her. They claimed they were angry at Suzanne because she had been the reason they all got pubic lice. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh at that. But, I mean... Just the way you delivered that. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So much... What is happening in this house? A lot of shit. Um, I mean, they have, like, car seats as couches. So, like, somebody took the seats out of the stolen vehicles? Yeah. Like, the chopped vehicles? And that's their couches. Instead of using the money that they got from the chopped car to buy a, a, a real chair? Yeah. Okay. Anthony, the teenager, was having sex with Jean, Bernadette, and Suzanne, so he was the reason it spread around. It seemed like the group feigned outrage towards Suzanne in order to justify what they wanted to do to her. Like, they came Mm. up with these, you know, little reasons for why they're upset with her. It made up reasons. Like, it's not Suzanne's fault that the group got pubic lice. So, basically, they want... They're looking for reasons to bully this woman. Yes. Torture, abuse, however you want to put it. Yes. And somebody gets crabs, gives it to everybody else, and it's her fault. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever else, you know, is going on that day. Yeah, there were the other reasons that they said was, I think it was Bernadette thought that Suzanne may have taken her pink jacket, which is probably not true. Right, she probably left it somewhere because she was high. Yeah, yeah. God knows what. Yeah. Even if that was true, no one deserves to be murdered for anything, but I feel like it's likely untrue that any of that stuff happened. So on December 7th, 1992, the group lured Suzanne to Jean's house. Once she stepped inside, the group held her down while Glenn and Anthony shaved her head and eyebrows. Afterwards, they forced her to clean up the hair and throw it away. They then placed a plastic bag over her head and took turns hitting her, kicking her, and using things like belts and wooden utensils to beat her. After the beating was finished, they took her to the bathroom and forced her to shave her pubic hair. This was in retaliation for the rest of the group having to shave their pubic hair off to get rid of the pubic lice. Suzanne was then forced to stay in a cupboard overnight. This is probably a good time to tell you that the group was basically living in squalor. The house was disgusting. Like I said earlier, they used car seats as regular seats, and they had scales out in the open in order to weigh drugs with six kids in the house. So I'm just adding that in so that you can imagine like having to stay in a cupboard in a house like that. Well, not just that, but I I forgot momentarily that there were six children. Yeah. And they're like doing all of this probably in front of the kids. They can definitely hear it at the very least. Yeah, jeez. And actually... 
in the morning, they moved Suzanne to a different cabinet for a little bit. And then they decided to move her to Bernadette's place a few doors down because she still owns it or rents it. She just doesn't stay there anymore. So they move her to Bernadette's place because they don't want the kids to hear Suzanne's screams anymore because they heard them the whole night last night. What about the neighbors? They stuff a sock in her mouth to try to muffle her screams. And I guess they hope that that'll be enough. Good God. Once they arrive at Bernadette's, they tied Suzanne to the bed, spread eagle. From here, the group would perpetrate gruesome acts of torture. This is where Chucky comes in. Okay. They placed headphones on her and played rave music that sampled lines from the Chucky movie, Child's Play. They turned the headphones up as high as they would go, and they forced her to wear them through most of the torture that I'm about to tell you about. Do you remember what the Hi, I'm Chucky sounds like? Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Chucky. <laughs> that's surprisingly accurate. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> okay. Well, that's not a part to, to laugh at, but, but, but like... The, <laughs> That is so creepy. Like the the thought of hearing that. Because it's supposed to, in the movie, it's supposed to sound very innocent, which it does. And then, you know, they're torturing this poor woman listening to EDM with that sampled in. Yeah. Terrifying. Oh, and she can't, you know, she can't tell what's coming next. Oh, oh. go ahead. So when Bernadette would come in to torture her, she would also say, Hi, I'm Chucky, every time she came in to torture Suzanne, which is just so she's She's completely insane. I mean. Yeah. And they're all really high on amphetamines as well. So. Yeah. I mean, quite obviously. Thinking it would make it harder for investigators to identify her, they pulled two of her teeth out with pliers and cracked one in half, which left the nerve exposed. Wait, 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 wait. They're trying to throw off the police, so they take out two teeth. I think that they might have been trying to pull her teeth out and didn't realize how hard it was going to be, so they kind of gave up. Yeah, it's extremely difficult. Yeah. So they put cigarettes out on her and shot her up with amphetamines. Oh, God. So they're, like, keeping her awake yeah. and highly, like, aware, acutely aware of what's going on. Yeah, and she's tied to the bed. They refused to untie her for any reason, so Suzanne was forced to go to the bathroom right there. The smell began to bother the group, so they took her to the bathtub and filled it with concentrated disinfectant. They scrubbed her body so hard that her skin began to fall off. During the week, an 18-year-old man named David Hill stopped by the house. He heard loud shouting and asked what it was, so Jeffrey showed him Suzanne battered and beaten and laying in her own urine and feces what and this dude's just like cool man see ya thanks for the dope he it's not clear if he went there for drugs or not but he was left alone with her at one point too and suzanne pleaded with him asking him to untie her but he refused he later told investigators he was scared that jeffrey would beat him up if he let her go that makes sense but you leave and you tell the police yeah yeah immediately Somehow, Jeffrey and Anthony went over to Suzanne's sister's fiancé's house. So, basically, Suzanne's brother-in-law. So Yeah, like soon-to-be brother-in-law. Sure. Yeah. Remember, Jeffrey and Anthony are involved in all of this. Right, right. So, they go over to his house to help him with his car, and they said nothing to him. Like, I don't know how you can go over to the 
almost brother-in-law's house of a woman that you're torturing and just act cool and say nothing. I do not get that. They must enjoy, you know, being there, knowing that they have her there. Because yeah, why else would power. you go? Yeah, it is power. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. After a week of torture, Bernadette, Jean, and Anthony forcefully ushered Suzanne into the trunk of a stolen car. They drove her 15 miles out into the sticks of Stockport. They forced Suzanne out of the car before pushing her down an embankment. Bernadette poured gasoline all over Suzanne. They struggled to get it to light at first, but eventually they got it to burn. Ugh. Suzanne was screaming as they watched her before deciding to leave as they thought she was dead. Bernadette wait. laughed and saying, Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that she's not dead after all of this? She's not dead yet. Don't get your hopes up, Whoa. but she does get justice for herself. Oh. Yeah, she somehow musters the strength to be able to tell the police everything. So, which I'll tell you about, obviously. Oh, boy. This this is going to get worse. Okay, go ahead. Bernadette laughed and sang burn, baby, burn, as they sped away from the scene to get snacks and a drink. Which So they go for refreshments? Yeah. Suzanne, intent on surviving and telling her story, did not die right away. She climbed up the embankment and walked a quarter mile down the road to flag down a car. What? Yeah. Wow, she's tough. Yeah, yeah. What a strong woman. Yeah. A man named Barry Sutcliffe and two of his coworkers were the ones who found her. Ever the kind woman, Suzanne thanked Barry before she began to tell him what happened. She thanked him for the ride. And this is really, really, really heartbreaking. Okay. He drove to the nearest house and asked the residents, Margaret and Michael Coop, to call for help. Yeah. Michael said, both her hands appeared like ash. Her legs were just like raw meat and her feet appeared to be badly charred. I was struck by how polite the victim was. She was constantly thanking my wife for her assistance. Wow. And Margaret said... I instinctively went to put my arms around her, but she pulled away because she could not bear to be touched. 
Her head was shaved and there were recent, not new, cuts to her head. Her face was almost featureless. Her hands were red, raw, and black at the fingertips. Her legs were red from top to bottom. She couldn't bear anything near her legs. So she had like really real bad third degree burns all over her. 80, 80% of her body. The ambulance rushed her to the hospital. Suzanne named all of her attackers and gave them the address, too. Unfortunately, Suzanne fell into a coma shortly thereafter. Her burns were so severe that her mom and stepdad were unable to identify her. They ended up using a partial thumbprint because that was the only part of her hands that still had a fingerprint. Suzanne was pronounced dead on December 18, 1992. Police went to 97 Langworthy Road, which is the address, Thank God. to arrest Suzanne's killers. Jean and Bernadette laughed and joked while being arrested. What? Among the mess at the house, investigators retrieved Suzanne's hair in the trash can, pliers with blood on them, and Suzanne's teeth. The group was charged with kidnapping and attempted murder, which was changed to murder once Suzanne passed away. They all tried to distance themselves from the crimes. Bernadette, Jean, and Glenn were sentenced to a minimum of 25 years. That's it? Yeah. This part, yeah. Jeffrey was sentenced to 12 years. What? Anthony was detained indefinitely with a minimum tariff of 18 years. This was reduced by two years in 2002. And Clifford was sentenced to 15 years. Jeffrey appealed his sentence and got it reduced to nine years. Anthony appealed his sentence and his minimum tariff was reduced by two years. Bernadette was able to get her sentence reduced by one year, and they have all been released from prison at this point. These people are living amongst us. Yeah. Also, a prison governor named Mike Martin had an affair with Bernadette when she was at HM Prison Durham, and he ended up having to resign from his position. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oof. Okay. So that is the story of Suzanne Capper. You know, these people that can do stuff like this and then they got to go in there and throw in child's play. You know, it's just a fun, scary movie. And yeah, it's supposed to be creepy and it's supposed to be scary, but it's supposed to be fiction. You're not supposed to just do what they did. That's horrible. I, Yeah, they used like a movie that a lot of people love as a way to torture someone. Yeah. yeah. And the someone that they tortured, Suzanne Capper, was so nice, so kind. Like everyone, that's how everyone described her. Even when she was dying in so much pain, unimaginable pain, she yeah. said thank you to everyone who helped her before saying anything else. You know, it really does speak to her character and the strength to pull yourself out of that and make it to the police. And I was going to ask you throughout this at a couple points. I was like, you know, did this story come from Bernadette and crew? But it sounds like it, it came from, from Suzanne, mostly, right? To be honest, I am not sure if it was from So it Su- could be like a mix. Yeah. Yeah. But she was able to identify them and say, these people did it. Then the cops show up there and they see this horribly macabre scene because obviously they didn't think it was that big a deal. 
So they didn't come back and clean up or do anything to hide anything. They just carried on. Yeah, they. I think they were thinking that she would be unidentifiable because they pulled some of her teeth out and then they burnt her body so bad. So they thought that they wouldn't be able, be able to ID her. And because of that, she wouldn't be traced back to them. But yeah, and, and she may not have been. They greatly underestimated her strength. Yeah, she's a tough, and tough woman. will to get justice for herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and then the courts kind of seem to drop the ball, but that's my opinion. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I just know that I don't want those people living in our society, but there's nothing I can do about it. Right. I wish that they were in prison for the rest of their lives because how can you do that to someone that is so sick? And just fucked up. Yeah. I think that telling Suzanne's story and talking about, you know, her character and how good of a person she was is really important. Yeah. Um. So I guess we will end with that. And I do want to say thank you so, so much to everyone who has listened, who has downloaded, who has left reviews. And I'm just so grateful And I am taking all of the feedback and trying to do my best to not sound really monotone and, you know, (laughs) all of that. I I definitely, when we started out and still, you know, get a little like nervous, I guess, talking into a (laughs) microphone like this. So I, I am trying my best and I hope that as we continue, I will get better. But I do really appreciate all of the feedback. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thanks for your feedback. And we look forward to telling you more stories. This was quite the story. And thanks for taking the time to to dig in and, and tell us about her. She was clearly someone that deserves to be talked about, like you said. And I look forward to the next one. Yeah. So we will see you next time. Thank you so, so much. And I love you all. I really appreciate you all. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.